This is dedicated to Geno Smith, the Bronco Slayer. Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here, show us your TDs. It's growing time! Let's go! How do you keep a Denver Bronco out of your yard? I don't know. What a goalpost. Uh, <laughs> Monday night displayed that clearly. Welcome to week two of Show Us Your TDs. I'm Melky, the sweetest milk chocolate around. And holding a clipboard right beside me, of course, is the master of flatulence. It's Gooby. How are you doing? I actually almost had to burp, but then I held it back because you started recording. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, man, like now I can't get it out. <laughs> I mean, I guess it would have made great for content, you know, you just belching away. It, it would have, especially with that with that intro, like right off the bat. Uh, I'm doing, I mean, I'm doing all right. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that very shortly. Um, but how are you doing? Um, well, man, you know, week uh, two of school, uh, things are starting to pile up, uh, assignments and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, new week of football. And of course, all the stupid injuries happening to my squad, your squad. <laughs> but like you, like you alluded to, we'll get into that. Yeah, no, no. Let's let, let's get into that because exactly. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I need I need I need to get into this because it's annoying and I'm frustrated and that's what fantasy football is. Uh, let's get into some fantasy talk and talk our team and see what happened and how dismal my shit looks like. <laughs> all right, all right. So I uh, I played Devontae's Inferno and I lost terribly uh, this week, uh, eighty to one hundred and fifty four. Yeah, you got smacked around, buddy. I got smacked. Matthew Stafford, you did shit all in your game with 15 points. That's just a pathetic performance from a Super Bowl champion. I'm putting that out there now. Pathetic, right? AJ Brown, I knew it. I knew you were the guy to pick up. I knew you were going to give me some points. 20.5 points from AJ Brown in Philly. You know what? I, I think I called it on the podcast. I don't know. I know I've been talking about it. He's going to be a top three wide receiver this year. Uh, I think you mentioned he'd, he'd be up there. I don't know if you gave him a number, but I think everybody from week one knew A.J. <laughs> Brown. And, and anyone knew that, that when that trade went down, that A.J.'s value was a skyrocket. Yeah. Well, here, I'll call it right now. It's going to be Jefferson Chase, A.J. Brown, Cooper Cup. That's how the the uh, wide receivers are going to go this year. You think uh, A.J. Brown over Cooper Cup? Oh, 100%. Okay. Are you going to put a lock on that? I could put money on it if you want. 
<laughs> not with me. I'm just saying, is that like y'all guarantee? Like I, uh, that's Gooby's guarantee. All right, sign it, seal it, put my goober on it. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> Nobody wants your goober, buddy. <laughs> All right, uh, CD Lamb. I mean, I don't blame him for the 3.9 points that he gave me. I mean, Dak Prescott kind of broke his thumb, so. Not his fault, but like at the same time, Dallas just played like shit. Their O line looks terrible. I don't think Lamb's gonna do well until Gallup's in the lineup. Uh, yeah, three point nine points. T Higgins injured. Three point <laughs> three point seven points. Got a concussion, uh, so that did not help me very much. But it did help my other league because I have Tyler Boyd, and Boyd gave me some points in my other league. Yeah. Um, What's that? I said, yeah, get it. Yeah. Uh, Austin Eckler, not so great for second overall. Uh, 9.2 points. I'll, I you know what? It's 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 going to come around. I, I don't think he's going to be down there for very long. Um, I think he's going to get a, a few more points in him. I think he's going to get some good, good games in. Thursday. Yeah, who are they playing Thursday? Oh yeah, they're playing KC. And wait, didn't you say that KC was gonna be uh, lose or win? Win the division? No, you said KC. Well, you said the Chargers are gonna win the division. Yes, I did. But in our group chat, you said that KC is gonna win this game against the Chargers. Yeah, because uh, a certain player isn't playing for one, and it's the Chiefs' day uh, home debut. Uh, well, I hope I win that $51,000. <laughs> you ain't win that. I'm telling you that right now. Uh, Cam Akers. <laughs> fourth, fourth pick. Was he my fourth pick? I think he was my fourth pick. Bro, you're not the starter. Like, and no one saw this coming. No one, like, had... There was no inkling of... Cam Akers not being the starter for uh, fuck. I don't even know who he plays for anymore. The the Rams. Uh, that's not true. Before he um, tore his Achilles, he was known to fumble and not do much his rookie season. And then he got hurt, obviously. And Henderson came in and took the the number one spot. Yeah, but then and then Akers came back and yeah. he was number one. Well, plus Henderson was hurt too. I don't know. I, I'm not liking it. I had <laughs> Henderson last year. Henderson did great things for me. Top six, motherfucker. <laughs> He's definitely not a top six. Top six. <laughs> Looking at you. Top six. All right. All right. Uh, Dalton Schultz. I'll take it. 9.7. That's what uh, top five tight end should be putting out anywhere from 10 to 15. I'll take not, it. He's not a top five tight end either. No. No. You don't think so? No. He's top five on the uh, on fantasy rankings. Top ten, definitely. Top six. Any fantasy Maybe. rankings? He's he's number five. Uh, I don't know. Then those people need to do some better research. I don't think he's a top five. Yeah. Well, no. Who's not a top five? Eli Mitchell. Because guess what? <laughs> Injured. <laughs> like, bruh. You were so lucky. You were so lucky. You were like in last place this week because you were able to get his replacement. Because I was right underneath you. I was just above you, sorry. And I had him 
like as my first pick. So just trust, like, trust me, if I going into because they played, I don't even remember what time they played. They played the uh, afternoon game, right? Yeah, they played in Chicago in that horrible weather. Right. Well, I mean, I already knew that I was going to get the lowest points, but if I didn't know I was going to get the lowest points, I would have taken players off the uh, squad to get my to get my first waiver wire pick. I mean, it's strategy. It, it obviously kills your points, but it's strategy at that point. Anyways, would, continue. Continue. Would you do that? Would you do that? Probably not. But continue no? with your. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, then it's just kicker Carlson, nine points. Pretty good for a kicker. San Fran, five points. Not so good. They were doing pretty well. They were up like 18 points at one point. And then they just lost it all. They shit the bed. Yes, sir. So, yeah, uh, 80 to 154. Terrible. I think that's just just ridiculous. Yeah, Anyways. that sums it up. That sums up your, uh, your week one. Yeah, and my bench didn't do very well either. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody care about the bench. Nope. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I do now because I have like half my team's a bench player now. <laughs> Anyways, Melk, how'd you do? <laughs> I didn't do any better than you, buddy. <laughs> I ended up losing too, dude. Not a Bears lineup. Uh, 122 to 103. Again, I was riddled with injuries as well. Tom Brady did really nothing for me. 15.5 points. Keenan Allen goes down with a hamstring injury. Started off hot, but only mustered 8.6. Terry McLaurin actually showed up. Uh, Kudos to you, Carson Wentz. That was a dime pass right to him. So he ended up getting 12.8 points. Cortland Sutton, despite the Broncos being a fucking joke on Monday, he gave me 9.2 points. It's all right. I'll accept it for now. Najee Harris, of course, hurt as well. Hurts his foot. I only get 9.6 points out of him. Welcome back, Christian McCaffrey. Yes, now, sir. we didn't have the bang-up uh, game I was hoping for, but you know what? I'll take the 13.7 points. And <laughs> this is what killed me. So, Kittle has a groin injury. There's another injury right there. And... I knew he wasn't going to play. So I had Dawson Knox. I end up playing him. He gets a measly one point. Yes, sir. One freaking point. <laughs> like, really? Come on, Alan, man. Like, that's your bit. That's your boy. You're doing this for him. His brother died. Come on. Give him some love. <laughs> Go. And then uh, Christian Kirk, again, the guy with the, the wide receiver with the worst contract in the league, showed up, too. Trevor Lawrence, man, he was throwing some dimes as well. Uh, Christian Kirk got me 14.7 points. I'm loving that. And, uh, <laughs> and then Matt Prater, I know you guys got mollywopped by the KC Chiefs, but really one freaking point? You're a kicker. Dude. How did you get one point? Because I only scored a touchdown, I think. Yeah, but don't don't you get three points for a field goal? no. no. After a touchdown, it's a single point, remember? Oh, is it really? Yeah. Damn. You get three on a field goal, you get an extra point, you get one for an extra point. So after oh. a touchdown, it's considered an extra point. And I don't think Baby Yoda and the and the rest of those slack-jawed yokels did anything anyway. So, man, fucking Arizona. And the Buffalo defense, 
making a great debut on Thursday Night Football with 17 points. They owned your boy Stafford. Yes, they did. And then my bench was mediocre. I mean, Kirk Cousins showed up, as you all know, what him and Jefferson did to that liar Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my Lord. Bittersweet. Other than that, man, I'm in the same boat as you. Injuries piling up so early in the season. Yeah, yeah, uh, I know it's 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 rough to go through that. I remember from last season, man, losing Derrick Henry and Chris McCaffrey. Whew, that uh, that put a damper in my uh, fantasy fantasy league last year. Now going into next week, though, somehow I'm still predicted to win <laughs> with all these injuries. Uh, I got Matthew Stafford versus Justin Herbert. I got AJ Brown versus Stefan Diggs, CD Lamb versus Jared Judy, T Higgins if he plays against uh, Robinson the second, Austin Eckler versus Alvin Kamara, uh, Wilson Jr. which is the backup in San Fran versus Jamal Williams, uh, Schultz versus Ninjoku, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster versus Palmer, Carlson versus Young Hoku. <laughs> and uh, San Fran D versus Baltimore D. Now, if uh, T. Higgins is not fit to play, which I'm assuming he probably won't be, I will most likely play either Burks. Yeah, mostly, most likely playing Burks because Devontae Parker, you did nothing. And Pittsburgh defense what, looks great. What did I tell you about Devontae Parker? Uh, uh, he needs to get in there. He, no, Mac Jones is flaming garbage too. Did you oh, not see him? And he got hurt as well. Well, you know what? He just needs to bang more milfs. What? No, he's not the milf hunter. Whoa. He's old. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. He's, old as, he's a, as old as but, the Yeah, that's the, 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 the Jets. That's the, Jets uh, the milf hunter's fucking, alright? So. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Anyways, yeah, um. I don't think I'm winning this because CD Lamb's not going to do very well. If I'm putting Burks in, maybe he gets his uh, night finally. I don't like the looks of it. Well, Woods didn't do anything, so Burks has a great chance of doing something. Yeah. Well, he only had seven, seven and a half points last week. Not bad for his first week, but uh, as a as a starting wide receiver in your fantasy league, you want at least ten or more. Uh, no, I agree. I, I think between you and Tim, it's a toss-up because his team's not that hot either. No, like Robinson do, didn't do anything. I mean, Diggs and Judy. I think Judy just got lucky with that one bomb that he got. He That was an underthrow that Judy saved the day on. And yeah. the corner that was covering Judy could not tackle to save his life. So yeah those are the breaks sometimes and the williams he's uh sharing that backfield he didn't even get the most um uh, russian attempts yeah Mel- and- melvin gordon did yeah. well <laughs> they both fumbled him on the <laughs> full line him and yeah Monte, so yeah what a joke but so so yeah i mean i mean also kamara didn't get much love either Taysom hill uh got some love running the ball and at tight end yeah, Which, we'll I know you're gonna that. talk about. You're gonna talk about uh, on Boomer Bust for sure. So no, spo- not trying to spoil anything here. But yeah, I, I think it could be a coin flip between the two of you. Ah, all right, I'll, I'll take a coin flip with my injuries. I'll take a coin flip, Melky. What you got going on? Well, 
I'm facing last year's champ, uh, Sangria Picks. Right now, I'm projected. You're, to you're fa- sorry, you're facing half of last year's champs. Yes, excuse me. Uh, fam- half of Family Gate. <laughs> right now, I'm. It's, uh, it's at 127 to 125, but she doesn't have her kicker in as she's lost the Casey kicker uh, to injury right now. So I'm sure she's grabbing some some scrub off the, the waiver wire and it'll put her back up. Uh, I'll go over the matchups quickly. It's Tom Brady versus Josh Allen, although I might start Cousins on Monday night. Again. Who are they playing? Who are they playing? I'm looking. Cousins playing. playing Billy. Let's uh, play Tennessee. I would play Cousins. I'm probably leaning towards playing Cousins. I think that's going to be a shootout. I think so, too. I, I got Terry McLaurin versus Jefferson. Jefferson's the stud, obviously. But McLaurin had a nice uh, game with Carson Wentz. Yep. Corlin Sutton's playing Houston. Maybe he can light up Houston. Because I'm warning you, Denver, if you lose to Houston, it's game over. Yeah. Uh, against Michael Thomas, and Michael Thomas had a nice return. Yeah, welcome back, Michael Thomas. Christian Kirk versus Debo Samuel. Najee is a question mark, but so is Fournette. Uh, I got McCaffrey versus uh, your favorite running back, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who had a <laughs> nice game last week. Kittle and Ertz are both hurt, question marks, but I got Dawson Knox on deck if Kittle can't go. Then I've got M- Montgomery versus Penny. That's all Montgomery Again, right there. It's a wash right there. Then I've got Elliot, but I do have a... I did grab some other kicker. Uh, I'm just waiting, waiting for the waiver wire to go through on Saturday. And I've got Buffalo defense, and she's got New Orleans. So right now, a little bit in my favor, but obviously that's going to change the other pickups. Yeah, well, if you guys don't know from the last couple seasons, I hate Clyde Edwards here, Hilaire. I don't think he's good at all. <laughs> I think he's terrible. I don't think he's going to be a starter in the next three seasons. Is that another Gooby guarantee? No, that's not a guarantee because, I mean, like, injuries happen and fucking... Everybody has a chance at playing that starting running back. Someone, I forget which team went through two two running backs last year and served their third string. So, in the NFL, man, if, if you're a running back, you got a chance. Well, it's like they always say, any given Sunday. So, that's that applies not to, just to the games, but to the players too, right? Anything yep. can happen. Yeah. I, I like your odds. The only thing I don't like is the quarterback situation because, I mean, Lord and Savior is Lord and Savior, and Josh Allen is going to dominate any team that comes in, in his way. Especially at home. Yeah, and it's Tennessee. Tennessee's not a bad team. It's just they've lost a lot, and it's the Buffalo home debut. It's going to be rocking in Buffalo. You're going to see some ladders, tables, and chairs, and possibly <laughs> people on fire, so... We got you. We're fire. I'm on fire! Okay. Oh. All right. It's all right, you're not on fire! I knew it, you're lying! Relax. I'm burned! I'm there is fire. no fire! Dude, I just can't bet against possibly the MVP of this season, so... It's gonna be a shootout, I think. I... You know what? I'm definitely... I'm going the Cousins route. I just have it up there for Brady for now, just to scare her. Yeah, I know she doesn't like no tactics. No the way you and I do. 
But I'm pretty sure Cousins is going to be in there for Monday night. Yeah, and uh, I don't know why Leonard Fournette is questionable. Is he just because he's out of breath? Probably. All the bun cakes he's been eating and <laughs> crispy chicken skins. Uh. But right. speaking of Kirk Cousins, Goobs, NFL highlights of last week. Oh, yeah. Great debut. This is why I love the sport. Let's start off with Minnesota dominating Aaron Rodgers 23 to 7. Rodgers was very poopy. He only had 195 passing yards, an interception, minus one rushing yards, and a fumble. Did you know Devontae Adams had 141 receiving yards and it outmatched the receiving core of the Green Bay Packers? Oh, 100%. That's sad. <laughs> and, and then on the flip side, Justin Jefferson, what a debut for this season with nine receptions, 184 yards, and two touchdowns. He's already making his case to be the MVP. Now, Goobs, I want to ask you. Is this the product of a very good Vikings team or a very crappy Packers squad? I think it's the product of new coaching. I think, I think, I think we we talked about it last podcast. They have a new coach. They're, they're, they're going to be pass heavy, but you can kind of tell. I mean, Delvin Cook got 20 carries for 90 yards, but that's, and Matheson got eight for 36. That's more of a, you know, we're, we're going to pass first. Twenty uh, Kirk Cousins, what, 23 out of 32, 277, two touchdowns? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's looking like it's it's an all-around team now. I think they've they, they got a healthy Delvin Cook. They got the best wide receiver in the game, and I'm calling it. Oh, snap! Cooper Cup, you're, you're nothing compared to this guy. I think Jefferson is definitely... He's in the top two. I, I think he could be the, the best wide receiver in the game. 100%. Yeah. And uh, honestly, and it's, it's you know, dealer's choice at this point. I think Adam Thielen is a great second wide receiver, and he could be one of the best second wide receivers because he does he, he does take a lot of looks. You stupid. He Man, does take he a lot of looks. Hurt. He, he does get hurt. hurt. Not everybody gets hurt. It's not even that though. It's hard for cutting you off. It's not even that. They have Osborne. This kid is really good too. A lesser extent, Rager. Like they have depth, right? Cousins can kind of sling it all over the place. It's the first time where he's allowed to just let it fly with the new coaching, um, the new coach, like you alluded to. So, yeah, Vikings are going to be scary, man. Yeah, no, Vikings are going to be scary. Um, but yeah, no. <laughs> They look amazing, um, but like I said, I think it's I think it's the coaching, and I think it's you know Kirk Cousins, Jefferson, Justin Jefferson was their third season together. This is the third season, yeah. So they're comfortable now. They they know each other. So this is just the beginning. I just enjoyed Rogers being flat on his ass half the game and having that look of. Oh, oh man! I don't have anyone to throw to. It's their fault. Like, man, <laughs> you, you want to talk about flat on their ass? Let's talk about the AFC South because <laughs> that's that's just like all of them. None of them won. Texans they tied. The Colts they tied. Titans lost, and the Jaguars lost. I mean, 
at least two teams are 500, but like that's that's not a good look for the South. Are they the worst division in the league? Short answer, yes. <laughs> they're garbage, man. Like two of the four teams are rebuilding. And yes, they're on the right path, like especially uh, Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville in a few years will be a wild card team yep. as they get more players into the system as, as the younger players get more acclimated and have are more seasoned. Yeah, and Trevor Lawrence is such a great talent. They're not going to waste that. Having said that, tons of growing pains when it comes to doing so. And the Colts, yes, Matt Ryan. Like, Matt Ryan didn't play too poorly. It was like 352 yards, a TD, and an intercept, interception in his debut. And, and Davis Mills didn't play horrible either. It was 240 yards, two TDs, and a fumble. What killed them was uh, Blankership, a.k.a. Goggles, who missed uh, the game-winning kick. And because of his actions, he's no longer with the team. So he'll just continue to slay Poon instead of slaying the football. Uh, he loves to do that. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I think the Colts are on the right track. Obviously, they're probably going to take that division. And, you know, I think Titans will be second. Jaguars maybe could pull off a miracle, but I don't think so. Not yet. What do you think of the Giants um, upsetting the Titans? The Giants? Yo, that was a big surprise. But, I mean, with Saquon being the way Saquon is, which I will get into later... I I couldn't doubt that after after seeing that performance. Could be on his way back to uh, his rookie campaign where he was a, just an absolute beast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, so, you mentioned surprises. Yeah. What a surprise on Sunday night. Dak Prescott injures his thumb. Yeah! Originally has six to eight weeks. So he breaks his thumb on his throwing hand. Dallas loses in spectacular fashion, of course, 19 to 3. They don't even score a touchdown. They're the only team not to score a touchdown in week one. Ha ha ha. Goobs, my man. Is the Cowboy season over? It's not over. I mean, Jerry Jones is a liar. He's no chance Dak is coming back in four weeks. Um,. It definitely will be a six to eight week process. Uh, Cooper Rush, he's good. He's not obviously great because he's not. He, that's why he's not a starter. But he's good. He's good enough to to get a couple surprise wins. I think he's just good at holding the clipboard because I have no faith in Cooper Rush. I want to see what our schedule is. Tell us. Cincinnati. Schedule. Then it gets a little easier with I think the Giants and Washington. And I can't remember. And then the Eagles. Uh, I'm going to check right now. So we got, yeah, Cincinnati. Then we go to the Giants. Then we got Washington. Then we got the Rams. Then we got the Eagles. Then we got the Lions. That's six weeks right there. We lose to the Bengals. We beat the Giants. We beat the Commanders. We lose to the Rams. We lose to the Eagles. And we beat the Lions. And then if it's eight weeks, we lose to the Bears and we beat the Packers. We're not losing to the Bears. Oh, we lose to the Bears. I don't think so. If we don't have Dak Prescott, we lose to the Bears. I think you can hold off the Bears with 
their lack of talent. Yeah, Justin Fields is he's a pretty good quarterback. Montgomery is Montgomery and uh, the other uh, uh, running back can't remember his name at the moment. They're good. They're good. Who's he throwing to? Who's who's Fields throwing to? Not no one really. Thank you. I think we can win that game. That's a game with Micah Par. I think that's a game where Micah Parsons makes a statement. I I think that in all in all, six or eight week process, we are five hundred. And if we're five hundred, that's still enough to be viable in the NFC at least because it's a garbage division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree, but yeah, by the by the by the looks of it, I think you know we could be five hundred. In that in that least division, um, you know. You speaking of garbage, okay. <laughs> Lamar thinks two hundred and fifty million dollars is garbage. Is that like? Is, is that a is, for us to process that? It's like really crazy to turn down two hundred fifty million dollars guaranteed. Is that is that crazy if Lamar Jackson to turn down two hundred fifty million? Of course it is but do you know why he turned it down because he's because, a greedy bastard well there's that but that's because the whole 250 wasn't guaranteed he was offered that but only 133 oh okay i i read differently no it's it was saying from the report i read that, that the ravens weren't willing to give a fully guaranteed contract of 250 million they offered him 133 guaranteed with a six-year deal. So that's what it is. He wants to be paid on par with uh, Baby Yoda, uh, Deshaun. Basically, he wants to be paid on par with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Uh, for those viewers or listeners out there who don't know who Baby Yoda is, can you please explain who Baby Yoda is? That would be one Kyler Murray out of Arizona. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know because of our group chat, but some people won't. Well, he looks just like him. They he does. The same, He's got the ears. Love the same. The ears. Come on, man. Yeah. Uncanny. But, but yeah, sorry. So I went back to the the report that I read. Um, it says a user uh, declared that the Ravens should be offering him 250 guaranteed. So that was my bad on that. I, I didn't read the whole thing properly. Are you fucking kidding me? But yeah, it's crazy. I, I I don't think he's worth in the in the lines of all those uh, star-studded QBs. I don't think so either. But it's always the next man up, right? Like, is Dak worth with his contract? No. Is Kyler worth his contract? No. But it's the market. The market always dictates what these quarterbacks and players, not just quarterbacks, but these players should make. And quarterbacks are the highest position player. So he's the next man up. That's why he wants to be paid on par with Watson. And, yeah. But at the same time, what has Watson done in two years besides getting all slippery, oily uh, in the massage parlors? <laughs> Lamar's played. Lamar's actually played, right? So he's won an MVP. He's taken his team to the playoffs. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you think because Patrick Mahomes' deal was so large that the second string, not second string, but second to Patrick Mahomes quarterbacks are asking for this much now? Yeah, it, of course it falls on Patrick Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes deserves it. This is the thing. Patrick Mahomes 
in his how many years has he been playing? Five, five full seasons. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. He's. I, th- I think this is his fifth season. Sorry. He's gone to two Super Bowls. He's gone to what four AFC uh, championship games? Yeah. Man deserves it. Come yeah. on. No, yeah, I, I don't think any of these guys should be asking for this much. So, it's 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 a little it's a little unnerving because this could ruin teams, right? Like Lamar asking for this much. Like if he leaves Baltimore, now you're now he's asking another team to pay up this much, and now this team's not going to be able to get the wide receivers for him, and it's just going to be a domino effect. Yeah, but there will be a team that's going to pony up to pay him. Yeah. As you saw, like what Cleveland did to get Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Teams will teams will pay. It's just a matter of like you don't think Atlanta would probably say, Hey, we need a quarterback. Yeah. Hey, London, uh, Kyle Pitts. How how that'd be awesome. nice. Yeah, you know what I mean? And that division's it's not that like that division is a stranglehold with um, you know, the Bucks and the Saints. Like Brady's not Brady's retiring next season. As yeah. he as he mentioned. And Crab Legs who the hell knows how long he's going to last as the Saints QB? Hey, he did well. I'm not going to lie, though. He did. He did. He looked great. I just hate when he's when he talks. He should not be allowed to talk. There should be signs for him. <laughs> someone speaking on his behalf because he's he's just a weirdo. Yeah, but these quarterbacks, man, they're just playing games. So yeah. I I I, th- I think it's just a time before uh, these guys start maybe not asking for this much just to get a team like Tom Brady does. So. Not everyone's built like Brady, but I will give shout kudos to Lamar for having a sick game on Sunday, uh, posting like 213 yards, three TDs, getting an interception, but whatever, and 17 rushing yards. He's, he's on the right path to like being possibly the highest paid quarterback. Yeah. You uh, you mentioned Drake London. I kind of want to get into some rookie wide receivers and a, a kind of a, I, I want to say a new segment, but a, a game that we're gonna play between me and you. We're gonna do a rookie wide receiver tic tac toe. Okay. And uh, if for those of you who don't know what tic tac toe is, you get <laughs> hey some people don't. I don't know. Nine squares, you know, three in a row. Uh, so we're we're gonna. I'm gonna kind of lay it out for you the rules. Uh, me and Melk are gonna pick a wide receiver or a rookie wide receiver each. Uh, in our tic tac toe squares, we're gonna have different achievements that these guys need to do, and uh, whoever gets three in a row first is the winner. Uh, so I'm gonna go top left to right and then go down the tic-tac-toe squares to tell you what is in our squares so the first one on our top left is five receptions in a game now some of these are going to be easy some of these are going to be hard i want it to be long lasting and hopefully doable so let's see let's see where we get to at the end so do most women buddy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. Uh, all right. So yeah, so top left, we got five receptions in the game. Going beside that, three touchdowns in a game, and then beside that is two hundred yards in a game. Now going under uh, the middle of the tic tac toe on the left, we're going a hundred yards for a game. Then the middle of the tic tac toe, we're going first TD, and then. 
a little bit harder on the right. Five Russian attempts. <laughs> now, it's going to be... I don't know if five... Do you think five Russian attempts is good, or should I do ten? You should do ten. I think five's too easy. Okay, so we're going to go with ten Russian attempts, because I've noticed that a lot of wide receivers are starting to get the... Uh, the wildcat formation going. Look at look at Debo. Look at um. Yeah. What was it uh, the Pickens? I can't remember. Pickens did one on uh, uh, for Pittsburgh. I yeah, I think yeah, I think he did too. So yeah, we'll do ten rushing attempts, and then the hardest part of this whole entire tic tac toe will be ten, ten touchdowns a season. We're going at the bottom of the list here. Fifty receptions in a season and a thousand yard season. So, that being said, Melky, who are you picking for your rookie wide receiver tic-tac-toe? Well, Gooby, first of all, I love this idea. I think this is inventive. This is a great way of gambling too. Remember, gamble responsibly. And, you know, this is this is brilliant. So I'm gonna go with, uh, we both uh, name dropped him like not too long ago. Drake London for the Atlanta Falcons. All right, all right. And I'm going with uh, my favorite rookie of the year, uh, Traylon Burks, the wide receiver for Tennessee. So with that being said, Mel, $20? Yeah, let's uh, let's shake. Uh, Gentleman handshake. <laughs> Gentleman handshake on that and made the best rookie wide receiver win. I love it. Uh, you seem to have a chub for uh, Mr. Burke, so it's just fitting that you pick him. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's, uh, it's I can't wait. I can't wait and, to beat you. And so for uh, for you listeners out there, this won't be truly a segment. Uh, what we'll do is we'll end up uh, just bringing it up if we get one of our squares. Uh, you know, we'll bring it up throughout the podcast at some point. But look out for it because uh, it's just a good, fun way of getting these rookies involved in our uh, podcast. Gooby, I love it. I love it. And you mentioned it's not going to be a constant segment, but I have something that is going to be. We're going to go with the AFC West Bulletin. So every week I'm going to give you the standings current standings for the AFC West because it is the hardest division in football and what better way to start it right now so in first place we have the LA Chargers as they defeated the Raiders 24 to 19 following them is the KC Chiefs who won their game as well as they crushed Baby Yoda 44 to 21 the Denver Broncos failed against Geno Smith and lost 17 to 16 in a Monday night thriller. And last but not least, I don't think they'll be there for long. The Las Vegas Raiders, 0-1 like the Denver Broncos, lost a close one to the Chargers, again, 24 to 17. Now your highlights, Mahomes obviously is the one that stands out. 24 to 19, by the way. What's that? 24 to 19. 24 to 19, that's what I said. You said 17. Oh, excuse me. Thank you, Gooby. No worries. That's why pencils have erasers, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Mahomes with his godly godly uh, numbers with 360 yards, five touchdowns, going 30 for 39, and only one fumble. 
Derek Carr was good. Justin Herbert, he was good. Both sporting around 295 and 279 yards. Two TDs and three TDs. Derek Carr, though, had three interceptions. Gotta keep those down, buddy. And last but not least, Russell Wilson, a.k.a. the man with the whitest name in football, had 340 yards, one TD, went 29 for 42, and was booed throughout the game in Seattle. It was a shit return, and it was a shit game for Denver. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. You ain't riding this year. (laughs) No, I, I will give a little bit of respect to Russell Wilson. But at the same time, if you're doing 29 out of 42 for 340, you need more touchdowns. Not just one touchdown. Right? It's and and also I think their running back situation needs to be looked at because they only they they rushed what? I'd say just under 20 rushes. So to to help Russell Wilson, they need more play action so they need to say which one is going to be number one melvin gordon or javante williams and they need to stick with it and i think that'll help them but yeah 340 yards i expect three touchdowns out of that i think it goes simpler than that it's better coaching how do you not let russell go with four fourth and five sorry uh, go um with five yards, fourth and fourth down, fourth and five, sorry. Yeah, you're right. How do you not let Russell allow him to try and get those yards? Like, I mean, if you don't get it, so be it, but you try to go for, what was it, 60 yard field goal, something like 64 that? 64 yard field goal. 64 yard field goal, and you you miss badly, like laces out or something, I don't know. <laughs> laces and, out. And you lose, you lose in his return. This is supposed to be a special moment for him, and the coach blew it. I I think maybe the coach is like, man, I remember that Super Bowl when Russ was needed. He threw an interception. So screw it. Let's go for a field goal. No, that just shows you like it's inexperience versus experience. Whereas Pete Carroll has all the experience in the world. Whereas I don't even know the Broncos coach's name because I could care less. But he doesn't as a head coach. So you can tell he just dropped the ball there. See, and as a vet... Russell Wilson Wilson should say, screw you, coach. I'm staying right where I am. Because if that was Tom Brady, Tom Brady would look at his coach. Tom Brady wouldn't even say anything. He would just give him a look, and the coach would be like, all right, you do you. No, Giselle would give him a look, would give the coach a look, and then he would. <laughs> I mean, maybe not right now because I hear there's trouble in paradise, but. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, that, that was a dismal before performance. Um, that Chargers-Cardinal game, uh, whew, or sorry, no, uh, Kansas City-Cardinals game, that was that was fantastic. High-scoring game, Mahomes, man, killed it five touchdowns, 360 yards. Like, uh, that guy's gunning for MVP again this year. So, not again, but he's gunning for MVP this year, I think. Um, that, that was a performance and a half. Clyde Edwards Flair, you got outtouched by some Pacino guy. Just saying. I don't know if that's how you pronounce the name, but 
Yeah, but he didn't have to do anything. He caught two touchdowns. They're, they're using him in a unique way, right? McKinnon was running. There was some, there were some other guys running. Travis Kelsey, you're looking like you're the tight end one again. What? Because last never, year. He never didn't look like the number one. I didn't like him last year. I, I preferred our Andrews over uh, Kelsey. You had Andrews on your team, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, eight receptions, 121 yards, one TD. Uh, I got a question. Is Travis Kelsey their number one wide receiver? And people, obviously people can't see me. I'm doing air quotes. He's the number one target. He's still classified as a tight end, but he's yeah. the number one target. He's the man. Even with Tyreek there, he was still like the guy. Yeah. Tyreek was just a great complimentary piece. Yeah. Now he's now he's watching Tua throw like really short passes right in front of us. How so. <laughs> <laughs> everything has changed. And Juju Smith looked pretty good. I, I mean, he didn't get a touchdown, but if he did, those points would be pretty pretty high up there, seventy nine yards. So that's because he's not dancing like a fool on TikTok. You know, uh, the walrus is not going to allow. Just it. wait until Jackson Mahomes gets in there, and they'll be uh, doing their little dances, Carlton style or whatever. I hate that guy. I wish he would just end his life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a little far here. Fine, just don't just don't go to games anymore. Stay at home. <laughs> And then, yeah, like you said, the the Raiders and Chargers, the only reason why the Raiders are 0-1 is because they face the Chargers. Um, like you said, the Raiders will not sit at the bottom of this division for long. The Broncos, you'll be there. <laughs> well, that is our AFC West Bulletin. Tune in every week as we'll go through it. 18 weeks of this season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got everybody's favorite. It's the pinnacle of our Show Us the TD podcast, Boomer Bust. And I'm going to start it off with... Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. If you got this man late, first or early second in your drafts, congrats to you. Congrats to you because Saquon Barkley showed the reason why he was the second draft pick in 2018. Barkley put up 18 carries for 164 yards, one touchdown, and caught six passes for 30 yards, putting up a total of 30.4 fantasy points. This man has something to, to prove. After being injured in 2020, having a rough year, coming back in 2021, Barkley looks to come back strong in 2022. Now, as long as Barkley stays healthy, He's going to be a boom this week versus the Panthers and notably comeback player of the year. Strong words already thrown that out there. I wouldn't go that far yet, but if he continues to do what he did last week, he's the front runner. But I do agree with you. He's a boom. He looked like himself as he like the way he did as a rookie, like his rookie campaign where he was just insane. And wasn't he like the number? No, I guess McCaffrey was the number fantasy pick still yeah back in, two, back in 2018 yeah he, uh mccaffrey is still i think number one actually probably not i don't even know yeah well either or like yeah barkley just like in 
impressive. He he looked like his, his own. His, he looked like his old self, which is what you need from Saquon Barkley, because you have argu- arguably the, one of the worst quarterbacks at the helm in Danny Dimes. So uh, we are both wrong. By the way, sorry to cut you off. Uh, Zeke Elliott, fourteen hundred rushing yards. Then Saquon Barkley. Yeah, but Barkley was drafted a year after, was he not? No, I'm just talking about the 2018 rushing leaders. Uh, well, that's when uh, Zeke didn't look like he was running in quicksand. Yes, sir. But yeah, no, I agree with you. Barkley is definitely a boom this week. Sweet, sweet. Uh, let's go to you. I want. I want to hear one of your takes. Well, we were talking about Baltimore earlier, so let's revisit that spot and focus on Devin Duvernay, wide receiver of the Baltimore Orioles. So last week he came out of nowhere because I never even heard of him. And maybe I just need to do more research. But he had four receptions, 54 receiving yards, and two TDs. Now, he was decidedly efficient for the Baltimore offense. And Lamar couldn't be any happier. He's the number two receiver and look for the speedster to continue to complement the Ravens offense against Miami this week. I'm deeming him a boom. And I think he's going to continue to soar and possibly pass Bateman as the number one wide receiver eventually. Yeah, I don't honestly, I don't think they have a number one. Like I know technically they do, but I don't think it's decided yet. Uh, they both look pretty good. Um, but you never know, man. That guy that was Duvernay. Is that how you pronounce it? Duvernay, yeah. That's yeah, right. he uh, he looked good, man. And I didn't draft Baltimore. Rece- I could have, but I didn't draft Baltimore receivers because I didn't think Baltimore was going to be a very good passing game with Lamar Jackson running. And it just it, it, it scares me a little to pick up someone from Baltimore other than Lamar Jackson. But I mean oh, now now looking at it or yeah or Mark Andrews, sorry, yeah. But now looking at it, damn. Uh, those are some good picks. He looks sexy, man. He looks sexy out there. Yeah, so I do agree with you that it's gonna be a boom. Um now I don't know if people are gonna agree with my pick, my next pick. Because this is a little controversial and it could be a hot topic. But I'm gonna go with Taysom Hill. Okay. okay yeah. Now I know I know what you're thinking, Gooby. Why are you picking a QB that isn't even a starter? Well, Taysom Hill is listed as a tight end QB combo in most, if not all, fantasy platforms, and that means some decent decent points coming out of your tight end slot. He will most likely get goal line slash red zone looks, uh, where he can score three ways: passing receiving and rushing last week he'll put up 14.8 fantasy points in which he ran four times for 81 yards with a td now yes he did break off a 57 yard touchdown but i think that's just a start in the upcoming game against the bucks i say hill is a boom if you do not have a top three tight end in your slot melk gadget man's back He's where he should be. He should not have ever been a quarterback. He is like a way better version of Tim Tebow. Tight end, he's big, he can catch, he's athletic. 
New Orleans was just wasting him. I know they were desperate too when Breeze went down and then they had crab legs. He went down, so I get it. You you needed someone to fill in the slot, but now he's in his rightful position. He can do a lot of damage because like you alluded to, he can do so many different things. He, he's just a weapon in itself. So I'm gonna agree with you. He's gonna I'm be a surprised. Friend. He's gonna add to this offense. Kamara, Thomas, Olav, uh, Landry. Landry was a beast last week, too. Yeah. Uh, and they just signed uh, Latavius Murray, I think, as well. So, yeah. Orleans is stacking up. And yeah, Taysom Hill is just a nice complimentary to the offense. Now, I don't know if he's um, the starting tight end. I'm actually just checking that right now. Uh, no, he is not. Andrew. Trotman is but like I said even though he's not the starting tight end if you do not have a top three tight end and I'm talking probably Travis Kelsey Mark Andrews or George Kittle you uh, you should be starting Taysom Hill if you can get him and he's available in like 50% of the league so yeah pick him up if you can yeah why not I'm gonna take a risk this early he he showed some promise week one yeah, I mean, breaking off as a tight end, breaking off a 57-yard touchdown run, like, you're not going to get that out of any tight end in the league. So, very rare. All right, so last but not least, uh, <laughs> you uh, you name-dropped him uh, earlier as you were bringing out your heart over the, your fantasy loss in week one. And we're going with the goose egg, the golden goose egg who's not so golden, one Cam Akers. Three rushing attempts. Great. Three freaking rushing attempts. Sean McVay said Akers needs to play with an increased level of urgency. Well, that's going to be difficult because he's not the starter anymore. It now belongs to Henderson. Uh, Henderson is the sheriff in town until further notice. With having said that, Cam Akers, you're a bust for the foreseeable future. Do you think he gets traded? No, I don't think he gets traded because he does have value. And Henderson has shown to be a little injury prone. But right now, Cam Akers is riding the pot. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. That's why he's sitting on my bench. <laughs> well, he got you a big fat zero, so I would have benched him too. yeah like it's just just, yeah that's that's rough that's rough for me (laughs) it's rough but you know what you gotta produce in this league yeah yeah you know you you gotta put your money where your mouth is when it comes to being that number one man talking about number ones and you're talking to the guy who always the number one in toonie bets because he gets almost everything right so we're gonna go over there and i'm gonna start us off with a double header on monday with the first game minnesota vikings over the stupid ass philadelphia eagles it's eagle hunting season gooby who better to lead the charge than the vikings Philly has no answer for Jefferson, and Cousins looks to make a statement. There's going to be a Minnesota cookout Monday night. Barbecue pigeon, anyone? Take the Vikings. 
Okay, okay, okay. I like it. I actually have a couple uh, parlays. Again, people gamble responsibly. I have a couple parlays, and I've had I have them both different on both my parlays because I was unsure about this one. I think the Vikings can destroy, but I also think the Eagles can do good because they're riding high. So um, to ride low, okay. <laughs> no, what though? Let's uh, let's let's listen in on an Eagles fan and see what his toonie bet is. Uh, ba, our creator, has sent us a nice little voiceover for his toonie bet. So let's listen and hopefully we can hear it. Malk, you tell me if you can. <laughs> sure, you want to? You don't want to save his? Well, well, no, no, no. Do I want to save his for last? Usually it's good to save the guy who created. I know, but you're speaking Eagles and I thought maybe. All right, you know what? Let's let's go with mine then. Now, I you, you guys know I love my bold predictions. So, I'm going to go bold, not too bold. It's the beginning of the season still. It's only week 2. I'll pick the Jets at some point this this year, uh, but I'm gonna pick the Bears over the Packers. Uh, I think the Bears look pretty decent, not great, not good, decent, uh, and I don't think the Packers have an answer for Devontae Adams leaving that team. So, yeah, I'm Bears over the Packers. Uh, I'm gonna disagree with you. I think for one. The Bears got one, and as Spider-Man always says, what does Spider-Man say, Gooby? Everybody gets one. Isn't that right, Peter? <laughs> That's right, Peter. <laughs> I think so. There's that. It's in Lambeau Field where Aaron Rodgers has owned the Bears. He even flat out, he actually does own part of the Bears, and he does own them when he whips their ass all the time. I think Justin Fields is in a going to be in for a long day bears they're riding high but they're about to hibernate as they're not going to do Wait. shit all against uh, aaron Rodgers and the green bay packers so i i'm going to disagree with you wait do you, do you say rogers owns part of the bears yeah is that a conflict of interest then probably is but <laughs> I, feel, I feel like this is a big conflict conflict of interest <laughs> you know what I'm gonna tank for my bears to get a chance. The guys, guys, take a dive. Take a dive. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. So now, can we get into the creator? Yes, the the man of the the man of the hour. All right, man. You let me know if you can't hear him, and we'll try again. Okay. Hello there, boys. Uh, here for another week of Tony Bets. Quick shout out to my Philadelphia Eagles. The only team in our group chat that is one and oh. Yes, I know it's week one, but I will be riding this high until Thursday. You cannot stop me. Anyways, my matchup for Tooney Bets, I'm going Arizona at the Vegas Raiders, and I got the Raiders winning it, boys. This AFC division is going to be crazy like we thought, and you know what? Arizona's defense looks pitiful. They look brutal. Devontae Adams' car, they're going to light it up, and yeah, I got these guys winning. I can't wait to hear what you have. Peace. All right, all right. Not bad, not bad. Milk, what do you think? Oh, I agree with him 100%. Uh, Arizona is a hot, flaming mess. Baby Yoda has to sign a contract where 
he has to study film for four hours a day because all he does is game. Yeah, piss off, man. Hey, man, stays up. Stays up. You're getting paid all this money and you can't dedicate yourself to studying? Yeah, you deserve to lose. Raiders are going to crush them and I can't wait. I I do agree. I have them in my parlays. The the Raiders are going to take over Arizona. And you know, it's going to make that division so hard. How hard, Gooby? Very hard. That's what she said. <laughs> But you know what? That's it, guys. Everybody knows we end on Tooney Bets. Um, season's just starting. And there's so much more to come. So many more new segments. Guys, check us out on uh, what all platforms. You got Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple. Is Apple working now? It's working now. It's actually the first episode is now up. We've rectified that uh that situation so perfect so yeah check check us out on the not after 30 podcast uh shout out to anthony for giving us this platform and yo i'm excited i'm stoked like i said season's just beginning dallas sucks but that's okay it's football we all get over it i mean i'm used to it milk what's up find us everywhere and i got another joke for you oh and this actually uh, connects with you, so I think you'll appreciate this a lot more. Is it about tacos? Close. Tight ends. Let me just let me just tell them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do the Broncos and the post office have in common? Ooh, they miss parcels. Again, very close. Neither deliver on Sundays. That's true. We don't, unless it's Christmas. <laughs> so look out for the Broncos during the Christmas season, everybody. They're going to at least deliver something. <laughs> well, I just want to personally thank Bronco Nation for, for continuing to make me smile with horrendous play calling. Thanks, Gooby, for joining me on uh, the gridiron, of course. And next week, I expect us, or at least one of us, to have a W in fantasy. Don't let me down. I got a W in my other league. I'm good. And it costs more, too. So, Well, on that note, that <laughs> Thursday game is going to be fire. <laughs> yes, sir. I love football, man. And what a time to be alive. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. Thank you for being with me. Thank everybody for listening. Have a good night. The folks you said had written you off, maybe. What do they say to them? Yeah. They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. All right. Congratulations, Gino. Thank you. Thank you. Joke. They wrote me off, and I didn't write back. <laughs>